afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of September 7th, 2018. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And Gray. What's happening, peeps? What's happening, peeps? How have you guys been lately? Let's start with you, Gray. I've been well. It it's been uh, I've been on vacation this week, so it's it's been a good week. I have I bought Dragon Quest Eleven Tuesday, and as of now, I haven't had a chance to play any today. But yesterday, when I turned off the game, I had clocked in over thirty hours in three days. So yeah. right right now, I'm just enjoying it because. Once I get back to Charlotte, I'm not going to have any time to play it except maybe on Saturday, on Sundays. And I just, I, I love Dragon Quest. It's one, it's one of my favorite franchises. I've played one, two, three, and eight. Uh, I wanted to go back and get all the re-releases when they were released on the DS, and I just couldn't pick them up. Uh, and I never beat eight, which is a great shame because I've made it to the final boss. I just never beat him. Uh, but uh, I've been really hyped for 11. Uh, it's supposed to be tied to the first three games, and that makes me really excited. And yeah, so far I'm loving it. Like, if this was a video game podcast, I'd go on it. I'd go on forever about how awesome that game is. But I'll just table it for now. I think Kill would stop you midway. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. And you, Luna? Um, just Monday was nice having the day off. I got to go swimming. So, and I drank way too much that I went into work with a hangover on Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. Very interesting because it. it was my late day. So, I slept in, but it did not help. Um, just very, very busy with work. I mean, I feel like it was a slow, but... It was like a slow week, but not a slow week. All my days were thrown off because of the holiday, and I was all types of turned around. But it's just busy, busy week. I did get a lot of good listening in, and I got to watch Kodakumi's Double Face tour on Blu-ray finally. Oh, my God. I watched that at my best friend's house, who has, like, 70-inch TV. Holy oh, wow. balls, was that amazing. I mean, this woman can put on a show, and I've seen a lot of her tours, Double Face was probably one of, definitely up there for one of her best tours. It was so, so good. I recommend anyone purchasing that tour. That is, especially watching on Blu-ray and a big TV. Oh, my God. Amazing. A lot of great, great songs on there. And I was just really excited to watch it. And I'm trying to think. I'm just excited for next week. I go on. I go to Phoenix next week, so I'm excited. I get to go on vacation. So. I'll leave Yay. Wednesday. So excited! But that's how my week's been. I'm just. I'm glad it's over. That's all I'm gonna say. It's been too busy. I'm glad it's over. I haven't been home at all this <laughs> week. Yikes! So how about you, Ken? I've been okay. Um, I I, I finally got a job. <laughs> So, Hooray! That's something. Congrats. Hooray! Yeah, yeah. I don't get to enjoy my little mini vacation that I've been having. So, 
yeah, I, I have a, I got a new job. It's, it's literally I'm just in a different department from where I was in the company that I was in. So it's it's a better job. So I'm, I decided to do it with that one. I, I actually had two job offers, but I decided to go with this one instead. Oh, okay. Is it more uh, stable schedule? Yeah, so I'll be able to do the show still, so I'm not really too worried about that. The other job, although there is a couple opportunities, it's it's kind of a it's it's more of like a carrot, carrot on a stick. Yeah, because you don't know if you'll get it or get that opportunity or not. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad. Plus, I'll, I'll be outside all day. I rather not be outside all day. I rather just be in the office. Where I'm nice and cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, my office is cold. I have blankets. So I think that's that. the I think that's the bonus about writing parking tickets in downtown Charlotte and being a realtor is I'm outside most of the day, so and I I, I enjoy it because I don't like air conditioning. It's, it's my enemy. <laughs> like well. Yeah. Although I am really hot right now. Yeah, when it's when it's summer all year long, you'll you'll enjoy the the, the air conditioning. Hey, it sounds like paradise. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. But yeah, um, let's continue on to what we've been listening to, and let's start with you, Luna, first. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about what I've been listening to. I am so excited. So I finally, I got my second copy of Kodokumi's DNA album. I ordered two editions, Fan Club, which came slightly damaged, and I've been dealing with a lot of crazy stuff regarding that. Then I got my CD Japan order, which had the Blu-ray edition, and oh my god, that album is so freaking good. It is, like, I love it. And I got to watch all the music videos for it, because there were four music videos that came with the Blu-ray. They are so colorful and so much fun. I enjoyed watching them, and I would enjoy watching it again. I think all the songs are really great. There's a lot of good upbeat songs. Okay. I think there's only one like real solid ballad. Okay, so let me ask you this and, question. Which, which one yes. do you prefer of the albums released this year, and or DNA? I think I like DNA better. Actually, I, I so DNA the first time I heard it, I loved it. And and That's a good sign. I liked certain songs off of it at, the first time I heard it. So, I love DNA. I've been listening to it on repeat since I heard it. And I mean, I can't skip one song. So, and I love Hush. Hush as soon as I heard Hush, which is the second song on the track, and I remember watching the short version on YouTube when it first came back at came out in 2017 as like a special Mumo exclusive single. And I really I really liked the song then, but it wasn't enough to grasp grasp it. As soon as I heard it on the CD full blast in my car, I'm like, oh, my God, I just turned up the stereo and I'm like, this song is hot. And listening to the whole album, it is so freaking good. Um, the haircut video is actually pretty cool. And that's the only song I, wa- I was kind of like, I don't know what to think of this. But it is 
an amazing album. And um, the one song that does not make sense, which I love the song, but the title does not make sense. And me and my best friend discussed this. It's called Chances All. But every time she says it, it sounds like Chances Are. And I'm just like, she should have just named it Chances Are because that makes sense. Chances All does not make sense. No, not <laughs> But I absolutely love the song. So um, I highly recommend checking out the album. It is really, really good. Um, I am really glad I purchased two copies because it deserved both my purchases. And both editions are beautiful. I got the first press from CD Japan with a postcard for the Blu-ray edition. The fan club edition, it came with a set of cups, came in a huge vinyl-like packaging with a hardback photo book, and, a, and it came with three DVDs and a CD, and on the three DVDs, it actually has special clips. So um, I have not broken to the DVDs yet. But I did watch the Blu-ray with the videos, so that made me happy. Um, I guess enough about that, because I talked about that a lot, because I was super, super excited. The other one I've been listening to is I've been listening to Aisha's new album, Lovesick, that also came in the same day as DNA, separate orders. <laughs> and Lovesick is really, really good. I, I wish if it would have been longer, because I love Aisha so much. And it's only 20 minutes, so it's a pretty short EP. I... I loved it. Uh, my favorite song still is Usosuke Liar. It's like my jam. And I loved Lion. I loved Burn. I thought Burn was really good. Uh, I thought the whole mini album was really, really good. And I'm glad it was a blind buy for me. Even I love her anyway. So um, Teardrops is a really, really good song too. But I thought the whole, it's six, it's six songs, and it's pretty short, but it's worth your purchase. I thought it was fantastic, and I am super, super, super glad I picked that up. And the last one I was listening to, I was listening to Chan Mina. She is a Japanese rapper, and she actually looks a little bit like Hina from 4Mit. And I found out, which I did not know this, my friend brought it up, he's like, she looks kind of like Hina. She looks a little Korean. And then we looked it up and she's actually half Japanese and half Korean. But I was listening to her chocolate mini album and it is on fire. Uh, I My favorite songs of that album are My Name, Chocolate, and Green Light. And I also like the song Haters, but the lyrics in that. Um, let's just say there's a lot of bad words that I can't say. <laughs> Took me by surprise. Um, but it's actually a solid mini album. I think her first album is a little better, but it's really good. So those are the top three I've actually been listening to this week. And I also went back to Hidomi since she was her indie corner. I started listening to all her stuff again and watching all her live videos. So, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of that later. Sorry, I took so long. DNA got me all excited. So... Let's go to Gray first. I, I will okay. be really fast because I've not listened to much. Um, outside of the usual stuff that I've been listening to as of late, I, I haven't listened to anything. I've just been playing Dragon Quest XI, so 
If it's not on what the Dragon Quest, what are talking about? You've been listening to the Dragon Quest Eleven soundtrack. That's what. Well, that's what I was about to say. But the Dragon Quest Eleven soundtrack, <laughs> it's more of a compilation of previous games because, like, I've heard a lot of songs from Dragon Quest Eight already, including the world, the world map theme, in in uh, Phenomenon. So I was like, oh, I recognize this song, really bad. But no, it's really great because. Um, Dragon Quest has got great music, so even though a lot of it's recycled, it it's worth rehearing again. Like I don't have any problems with that. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, some LOL a little bit here and there, uh, some inflow. Um, I was actually listening to Ambivalent, uh, the the single the other day. Uh, so, which we'll talk about later. But that's it for me. Oh, okay. Um, for me, I've been doing a lot of random stuff also. Um, mostly listening to my Juicy playlist. Juicy. Which I have to enjoy as much as, as, much as I can because I can't listen to it at my new job. So, there's oh, that's that. Sad. Um, I've been listening... I went back to Yuki's um, old, well, I guess her 15th anniversary album, the Stikina Jugosai. Uh, that oh, was pretty really? good, actually. There's a there's been a couple of songs that I've been listening through there, and I've been listening to a lot of Pop and Party songs, mostly because tomorrow they have the Pop and Party live um, live showing on the theaters, so I'm going through that because they're having a showing in Hawaii. And then next week is Rosalia's one, so I can't wait. They're actually going to be actually selling goods. So I'm going to buy a, a lot of pop and party stuff. My yes. wallet and bank account is just going to cry. It's on its last legs right now because I haven't been working. Tell Ty I said mm -hmm. hi. Oh, Ty, yeah. I'll tell I'll Ty that you said hi. Yes. You know, she has really big hands, man. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad thing. I want, want, like, you know, she, she, she's gonna be. Um, oh, this is another thing. They're, they're gonna appear in Chata Expo in November, and I'm like, I'm debating whether or not, even if I can go, I really want to go because it's in November. Where, where's and Chata Expo at? It's in, it's in um, San Francisco. It'll be in Anaheim, actually, or LA, <laughs> and. Chata Expo is the Bushi Road Expo, pretty much. That's where they're going to be holding the 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 U.S. finals for all their card fight and all their card game stuff. Gotcha. So Bushi Road is like the big multimedia conglomerate, and they own Love Live, Card Fight Vanguard, Buddy Fight, Vice Schwartz, yeah. and Dragonborn. Uh, they also own New Japan Pro Wrestling, so it's really funny. They also own. Ooh, that's interesting. They own a lot of things. <laughs> they own a lot of things. So. Yeah, so that's their expo, and they're bringing over both Pop and Party and Rosalia. Uh, I think like two of the members from Pop and Party are gonna show up, which is understandable because the drummer for Pop and Party, o Ohashi Ayaka, she's like a really really famous voice actress, so she just doesn't have the time. She only shows mm -hmm. up when contract contractual agreements 
So like they had to learn a new song, so she had to learn the new songs. So she had to show for rehearsals and stuff like that. But if they're going to do like lives and stuff like that, it'd be really, really rare. But she'll sometimes not show up because just how busy her schedule is. Wow. For Rosalia, the, all of them except the the pianist, the keyboardist, is gonna show up because the keyboardist has to leave now because she's she's going deaf. So she's not even voicing the role no more. And I'm quite happy. Oh, I'm not not that I'm quite happy about that, but I'm quite happy to see the new basis for um, Rosalia Yuki Nakashima. She's been one of my favorite seiyus as of lately. But yeah, um, just a lot of pop and party just to prepare for the the movie or concert. I had to pay thirty dollars for that because and I'm gonna be trapped for like three and a half hours. So, looking forward to it, but kind of not at the same time because I'm like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. gonna be wasting at least three and a half hours of my life. <laughs> eh. If you enjoy it, it's not waste. Yeah. That that's my policy. Yeah. But the thing is also because I've been trying to get another friend of mine to go, and he bailed out last minute. So I'm like, uh. so it's just only gonna be me. And I'm, you know, I I understand the culture that is being one of these fans of this kind of this kind of um, anime industry stuff. But just hanging around with some of those fans, man, they're kind of mm -hmm. they're kind of much. <laughs> They're kind of next level. So they're kind of next level, and I'm pretty next level. But you know, they're they're like waifu kind of next level, while I'm just more the seiyu next level. So, but yeah. It, besides that, and let's move on to some news. Quite a lot, a lot of anniversary releases. Mm -hmm. And let's start with um, da, 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 da. Maria Takeuchi returns after a small hiatus. She, she was on a small break for like about a couple years or so. If you guys don't know, Maria Takeuchi is an industry veteran. She's been in the industry for a very, very long time. And yeah, she's she, she's been fairly famous. Even I know her from when I started. I'm learning about Japanese I actually know who she such. is as well I know I know the name her. I haven't listened to her music but I know who she is and she's been around for a long time yeah well she just announced a brand new single which is Chisai na Onegai and Imawa Ikkyo and that's going to be released on October 17th um, a, this single is going to be used to commemorate her 40th year in the music industry so she's been around the block that's mm -hmm. an understatement. And also, yeah, also to commemorate such a monumental achievement, Takeuchi also announced a remaster of her debut album titled Beginning um, 40 Years Remaster. And it will be released on November 21st. Go, You can pre-order the single as of right now and then check out one of her more famous songs. It's called Plastic Love. It's probably one of my favorite songs by her. She kind of like that kind of style because she's one of the more traditional single idol vocalists. So think of like Nishi no Kana, but just like really back in like Showa era. Okay, I can I can see that. 
so I might have to check her out. I really, I actually wouldn't mind buying this and checking her out. You know, a remastered version of her original album that would be amazing. Yeah. So, and she's she's done a lot of, lot of uh, dramas, um, openings and such like that. Specifically with another actress, I think it's her best friend. Um, that she she always does the, the openings for them. But yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. And congratulations on her fortieth year. That ain't a small feat. Some people no. bow out within five years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, continuing on to another anniversary single announcement. Nana Kitade announces a brand new single and I'm going to let you talk about this, Luna, because I'm not too sure about Nana Kitare. Okay. Yes. So, Nana so Kitare. Kinda... I, can, I can talk a little bit about her because I actually own several of her albums and singles. So, Nana Kitare has actually been around for quite some time. She debuted in 2003 with her song Kesanai Sumi, which was used for the ending theme for Full Metal Alchemist which is, I guess you could translate it as indelible sin. Um, She she started out like how I I liked the music era where she was more punk rock, more punk rock pop. And she has a gothic Lolita style. So when you see her, you actually recognize her pretty easily with her style. She's a very unique look. Um, She's always had a really, some really catchy beats. Um, her first two albums I own, I absolutely love them. She has also done a song for D. Gray Man. She did Antoinette Blue, which was used as an ending theme for that. She, um, I'm actually really excited about this new single because I didn't realize she was still in the music industry. She actually hasn't done much since it looked like 2016. So, and this will be, Amoy will be commemorating her 15th anniversary. So, I'm really excited about seeing this. I would love to also see, you know, a re-release of her first album actually would be kind of neat. A reissue. I would love to see that. No, it won't happen, but I will definitely be supporting Amoy, which comes out on October 31st, which is Halloween. So I recommend you guys checking her out. She has a lot of really good songs. My favorite song is actually kind of Shimi no Kizu, and I also really liked Hold Heart. So those are two of her early releases, along with Kesanai Sumi. I recommend checking those out. Her whole 18 album is fantastic. Nice, nice, nice. And you can pre-order Omoi on our website and check out her latest music video, which is called Just a Day on our website also. And continue on to some other news. Kenshi Yonezu announces a brand new single coming off of the momentum that is Lemon, a very, very, very lengthy break there. I think it was like seven months. But Kenshi Yonezu announces a brand new uh, uh, single called Flamingo and Teenage Riot. And that's also going to be released on October 31st. So I'm very, very sorry, Nana Kitade. I'm pretty sure this is going to take number one. 
Probably. But, yeah. The the single will sell with three songs total, and with a limited edition, will include a smartphone ring holder and a DVD. And, um, yeah, you can also pre-order Flamingo and Teenage Riot on our site, and I'll send you to CD Japan. You can also check out Lemon if you haven't listened or heard about it before. Lemon is one of the more popular songs as of right now. I think for male singers, male solo singers, I think Lemon's number one right now. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but yeah, continuing on to other news here, we have Yuma Uchida releases a brand new music video for his upcoming song, Before Dawn. And the single will be released on September 19th, and we're looking pretty forward to that. Uh, you can pre-order Before Dawn on our website and check out the music preview below. And also speaking of Uchida here, we have uh, Maya Uchida. She also dropped a, a music video for her new single called Youthful Beautiful on her official website or YouTube channel. That will be released on October 17th. And will be the ending theme song for the anime SSSS.Gridman. So with the with the single, you can get the special edition with the music video and the anime music video of it. So prepare to order that if you guys are interested. Uh, we'll have the pre-order link on our website, and you can check out the the music video for Youthful Beautiful on the website also. And continuing on to some idle news, I'm going to let you lead off with this, Gray. Uh, okay, um, so first off, we have um, uh, Yurina Hirate, uh, who is the center for Keikizaka 46. Uh, she, um, unfortunately, she passed, uh, she fell again during a stage performance this past Wednesday. And suffered some minor injuries so uh hopefully she gets better soon this is this isn't the first time she's passed out uh so hopefully she's okay um and um what was the name of the um uh tv show Which one? Oh, music uh, station. Yeah, music station. And uh, AKB48 was on music station, and Jurina came out as a surprise guest and announced her full return. Jurina Matsui. Yes, sorry. We we got to we got to we got to preference that because there's a lot of Jurinas. That's true. That's true. Sorry, Jurina Matsui, the the center for cinematography. Yeah, so I can't see what what crappy CGI they're going to be using for it. Uh, <sighs> I, I mean, so, some of the trains a train wreck, so if they can fix it, that, although to be fair, it needs like almost entirely reshooting from the ground up, but I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> so. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, I'm happy to hear that Julian and I came back. 
for the most part. Three months, though. That's, that's, that's a while. That's something. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully she's recovered in full from whatever was wrong, and she'll push forward. Hopefully. Yep. Leading that sentimental train forward. Oh my gosh, I watched that video. It was awful. I, my nephew had my YouTube and he wanted to watch that video. And I looked and I said, KB, and I read it. I'm like, Sentimental Dude, I I'm like, okay. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh yeah, my God. Now I it's... know what they mean by train wreck. Yeah, yeah, it's so I'm bad. I'm Matsuda Judy, not. No, you're not. You're just, you're just, you're just paper. You're just you're a drawing. I know. And he's just like, who's the girl in the drawing? I'm just like, that's, that's Dorita. Oh, and he didn't know who she was anyway, but he's just like, why is she drawn? And they are, they're all people. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. Did he, he wonder who like, the CGI girl? Is that animated in? character with the live people? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I don't know. Don't ask. <laughs> it's a remake of, uh, yes. it's a remake of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Oh, God. It was... Uh, but actually, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I'm all t- tongue today. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a fantastic movie, but that Jorina stand-in they had? Oh, God. They could have done better. They really Come on, could have. They, they really could have. It, it could have been way better. Uh, that was a that was a mess. It was definitely yeah. a mess. It was a train wreck. Yeah. There's no other way to describe that. Cinema Little Train is ironically a train wreck. Yep. But yeah, and as we continue on from the news, let's um, talk about Indie Corner once again. Unfortunately, we we were all pretty busy for, for this past week, so we weren't able to do one this week. But we are going to continue talking about Hiromi because she's been in the industry for quite a while. Yes. So, without further yes. ado, why don't you go again, Luna, and talk more about Romy. So, one of the things I didn't mention, and I, I after I thought about it last week, I'm like, oh, I totally forgot all that. So, she's an R&B artist, and a lot of Japanese R&B artists have a lot of English in their lyrics, and Hiromi actually has quite a bit of English, and if you listen to a lot of her songs like Butterfly, Addicted... Um, more and more, like, there's a lot of them. Her English is fantastic. And she actually studied in the United States. She studied at the University of Boston, and she took vocal lessons there. She also opened for a couple U.S. singers. One was Kimberly Locke, who, if I'm correct, I think she was an American Idol at one time. And she won a award for a radio station, and she was actually number one. They were doing a singing competition, and they actually chose her as their number one artist. And that was around 2004. And that was about the year she graduated from Boston. She went back to Japan after that. But I kind of wanted to mention that. She definitely has a lot of experience, and her live performances are always fantastic. She sounds just as good live as she does on her CDs. She has a very wide range of vocals and I was listening to a lot of her music this week. I popped back in magic and honesty and her debut mini album, true colors, which actually came out 10 years ago this year. It came out in 2008. So 2018 is the 10th anniversary. 
which is pretty actually pretty cool and i'm really excited about that because her debut mini album is really good and it's one of my favorites i remember ordering it back in the day <laughs> as soon as i found out she had an album coming out i pre-ordered that on yes asia and i was so happy to get a copy of that and i've been a fan of her ever since i mean the first album i bought ever since then i had bought every album i pre-ordered whenever she came out with one um, have you guys had any uh, chance to listen to any more of her songs this week or check her out a little bit more? Yes, I was able to check out Yes. <laughs> Same! Which was really Same! good. <laughs> <laughs> I checked out Yes, and I was able to check out, um, what was it, More and More? I love that song because I love her and Emi Hinauchi are like the cutest cutest like duo in that song oh yeah <laughs> but yes, oh, uh, yes was a really <laughs> yes is really catchy yes yeah yes is really catchy they kept saying yes in my mind and I was like, well mm, i i kept thinking i kept thinking somebody showing the britney spears side like the whole song because it just sounds uh a lot like a britney spears song i didn't know my webcam really one was on it's really really good don't, don't let that criticism make you think yeah, I dislike the song. It, it, it's really good. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, she has a lot of good music. I was watching her music video for Tequila Sunrise, which came out in 2015. And I'm just like, man, I want a DVD of this because that's not on DVD. And I'm like, oh, I love this song so much. And it's such a cute song. So I feel like she has a song for almost everyone just with her, her wide range. And also all her albums have like two of her albums have like almost 17 tracks each on them which is an amazing buy in my opinion. So you don't get many artists who put a lot of tracks on a CD too often. So her magic album had 17 tracks and all of them are fantastic. So her voice is like magic. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> She's my magic. And my rainbow. So I just wanted to mention a little bit more about her since I'm just such a huge diehard fan. So no, no, no. That's, that's no problem there. But yeah, let's continue on to the Oricon, shall we? Yes, let's see what's up with that. See what made the top ten. I'll, I'll say this week whole was uh, a, a plethora <laughs> of options. It was a good week this week. It was actually, minus like maybe one I was kind of like meh with. We'll get to that. Uh, there, there's one that creeped me out, but I really like the song, minus the creepiness. Oh, we'll talk about that because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it stands out like a sore thumb. <laughs> oh, it stands out. I mean, in a good way, though. I think. Yeah, it's like the, six, the, right? We'll, we'll get to it, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it. Number ten. But yeah, continue on up. It is number ten with uh, "Be My Bee." And Natsuno Eiyengaru by Beppoka. And that is a five-member idol group. And Be My Bae is, a, apparently it's a shorthand for Be My Baby. I figured that and this as is, soon as I heard them say it. Yeah. Because they kept on saying it in the song over and over and over. Yeah, it's repeated <laughs> yep, and many I'm like, times. I saw that Be My Bae and I'm like, did, did they mean baby? 
<laughs> but yeah, this is their second second major label um, single, and you know they made it on the Oricon, and that's a good achievement in and of itself, right there. I, I actually really like the song. Wasn't... I thought it was catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, "Be My Babe" was really good. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it if you guys are able to catch it. Um, there is the YouTube music video on it, so if you guys are interested, go check it out. Not to know Ian Girl was it was all right, but it's it's it was really typical idol. At mm-hmm. least with Be My Bay, the chorus really stood out. So yeah. Yep, I agree. That was the only thing that I would give it flack for for um from Not to Know Ian Girl. But yeah, it sold a wonderful ten thousand four hundred forty nine copies, and then we go up to number nine. It is. By Golden Bombers. Yeah, so let's talk about Golden Bombers. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I did not know what to expect from the song. As soon as I see this guy in this kabuki-looking mask, I'm no, like, that's ooh, face they're face. back. That's face paint. It's face paint. Straight up face painting. Straight up face painting. Okay, face painting. Okay. Like, lip, like the lips uh, on masks don't act- move. I was a little creeped out, so I stopped watching the video for a while just because I was a little like, okay, it's oh. kind of creepy, but I really, really like the song. Then I started watching it because something caught my eye. Near the end, and I'm sure you guys now I knew. I know, you know, I'm sure you guys yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, Talking about yes. the guy got he got he got uh he got, he got he got blocked by that other man. <laughs> and that was the only thing that stood out for me. And so, the puff. Uh, really not seeing his whole butt, you know. I mean, you just see his all his abs and that, and I'm just like, holy cow! Whoa, what am I watching? No, like, they, what this show this was butt. This show was butt. I, I had to rewind Great it center. because I was like, it goes into this very artsy video and then you see this guy completely butt naked seeing oh, yeah. abs which he, he is he is ripped abs he is and ripped to high heaven and you see a butt oh yeah yeah you see his butt for just, a, a, yeah, just a moderate amount of the, of the body that face paint and body just was a very odd combination because it's like you're like whoa I don't know yeah. what to think of this. Did someone just glue his head onto this body? <laughs> well, it, it's pretty obvious he's wearing a wig, too, which really didn't help much. Yeah. But the dude's vocals are fantabulous. Oh, yeah. And the song is oh, gorgeous. I I, like, oh, I it's agree. One of those, it's, it's one of those it's music amazing. videos where it's like, if you just minimize the window that it's playing in and just listen to the song, you can really enjoy it. But if you're That's watching the music I did. video, I actually it, it I stopped watching the video. I was on my phone, not watching a video on my laptop, and I'm like, "This is a really good song," you know. And I'm listening to it, enjoying it. Turn around and look at the video, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" Some dudes you know? naked. So George got naked again. Ah. Uh, all right. Yeah, Golden Bomber. But yeah, I mean, if you guys don't know, the guy that was singing in this single, he's not the lead singer. He's not the usual singer. 
Well, they so, should promote him to Usual Singer he because he's got amazing he, he's got the pipes. Technically, the guy of a god. The guy that was playing the drums in this music video, I, I use playing very very loosely. <laughs> is technically the the lead singer because if you guys don't know, Golden Bomber, they're technically what we call a air band, so they don't know how to play any of the instruments. Yeah, I had no idea until you told me that. I was like, really? Because yeah. yeah, they don't know how to play any of the instruments. They either have someone playing it for them, or they make believe, and they have someone playing it in the background. So, yeah, I mean, they they've been they were fairly famous around the time that, right around before we left for Japan, they were really famous. I don't remember hearing yeah, when, when we were there. Yeah, it was happened right before. They were they were very famous for their song Memish Memish Day. And it was yeah, like about a year or two before. But But yeah, Golden Bombers, they sold a lovely thirteen thousand one hundred and twenty one copies. They came back because their their album also sold fairly well this past year. Yeah, going on to number eight, it is uh, Sadame by First Place. And this is a really good song. I really liked it. I, I wish it was more they than a minute and a half um, preview yep, that we could find. that was my issue. I love this song, and I want to hear more. Yeah, it, it really yeah. left you wanting and, more. You're like, oh, this is good. They got good vocals. Ugh. They yeah. do, and it's really catchy. Like, the little bit I heard, I'm just like, where's the rest of it? Oh, my God. I want to hear the rest of it. <laughs> so this is their their major debut single, and they did very, very well because this is also the current ending theme for Detective Conan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, anything Detective Conan does really good. And Detective yep. Conan has some of the best theme songs. I'm really glad they put this song in here because it is amazing and it seems to fit the show too. And, I mean, yeah, for getting so, single, they knocked it out. Yeah, and once again, to make it on the Oricon for your, your debut single, that's not a that's, that's not a bad shake for your record label there. Yep. But yeah. Continuing on, it sold a wonderful 13,143 copies. And continuing on to number seven. It is uh, the Dance for Philosophy idol group. And it's um, Itsumai Tan and Love Live. Or Live Love. I, don't, I think that's how they say it. Yeah, The Google Translate says live life. Live life? Yeah, I guess it is. Live life? That's what it says. Okay. It's my turn and live life. Yeah. So, I'm just used to uh, love live, that's why. <laughs> I was thinking that too because I just got in love live sunshine on Blu-ray, so I was excited. Oh, that okay. sounds exciting. I wouldn't mind watching that. Yellow Buster. 
Yeah, yeah philosophy for dads. I did not like the A side. I rather have um The B side is also The B side is really good. The B side's really, really, really good. Uh yeah, I didn't like the A song at all. It was way too much for me. I did not like their voices with that song. It was just no. Yeah, because then it becomes but, typical hyper idol genre. Yep. But when they crank the the tune down for this song, for Live Live, Live Life. I really liked it. I love Life. I do too. <laughs> I really like that too. I love yeah, the B side. Cool. I didn't think I'd like it because I hated the A side, but the B side is amazing. I thought A side was enjoyable, but nothing compared to the to the B side. The B side's absolutely amazing. So upbeat, so catchy, so fun. It's just like th- th- mm-hmm. and their voices is... like mellowed out. It wasn't too hyper. Uh, well, also the the band behind them in the second song just it really reminded me of something you'd hear in like seventies American music, like seventies American pop, and I really love mm-hmm. that sound. If you guys haven't figured it out by now, so. That in and of itself just kind of sold it for me. So, yeah, it's great. It is so great. Highly recommend it. But yeah, it sold a wonderful 13,440 oh. copies. Uh, just as a heads up, if you do check out the music video, it's a, it's a little movie. The actual music doesn't start till a minute and 40 seconds in. So if you click on it and you oh, just yeah. see a bunch of people talking for a minute... You're on the right video. Just give it a little bit. It'll it'll pick up. Yeah, I think the total amount or the total track is like six minutes or something on the video. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is. Give or take. But yeah, going on up to number six. It is once again. I don't master the the the, the adder generation. Eleven. Eleven union. Union. <laughs> union you gotta make sure that we uh and put two exclamation points on union so you gotta make sure that you sound more peppy on that part uh but mm-hmm. yeah it's the the theater generation it was all right it's it's idol master <laughs> i listened to like two of it because they they go into oh yeah we're gonna do union and then we're gonna do union for only one of the one of the one of the singers and then they're going to do union for the other one of the voice actresses. Like, uh, no, we, we're not going to go through this right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's it's all right. It's typical Idol Master. If you like Idol Master, you will like the song. <laughs> and it sold a lovely fifteen thousand eight hundred and thirty-five copies. And going on up to number five once again, it is "Ambivalent" by Kayaki Zaka forty-six. Still going strong. Not much where we can, yeah. Not much, not much where where we can say here because it's still yeah, continuing it's, strong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a beast, but it's a, sure. it, it's it's worthy yeah, of it's, its of its um mm-hmm. staying power. It's a great song. Yeah. Yep, and this week it sold a wonderful nineteen thousand two hundred and twenty-two copies. If you want to listen to our first impressions here, uh, listen to about a week or two ago where we broke down what we thought about it. But yeah, 
continuing on up to number four. Once again, it is Sumika with, by, with Fanfare and Harunatsu Akifu. It's a double, double, double A side. And I was very, very surprised that we were able to find this song because, you know. It's Sony. Sony. You know, once yep. they find out it's on, they'll take it down. It is Sony. Unless they're getting better, but I doubt it. Um, so I, I did really like the blue liked, aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, I, I did like Fanfare. It was a good song. Yeah, Fanfare is awesome. Um, did you guys get to listen to Haru Natsu Akifuyu? I couldn't find it. I was only able to listen to a little bit of it, but um, I preferred Fanfare a lot more. Yeah, Fanfare is amazing. I really, really like Fanfare. Mm-hmm. Definitely Plus, different. I would hate to. It, it, it's a much different I would hate trying song. to clean up that pool. <laughs> that mm-hmm. the pool looked gringy, yes. But of of the songs in the top ten this week, two stood out: Fanfare and uh, Golden Bomber. So. I know, the next song kind of stood out to me, too. Oh, yeah, the next one coming up also stood out to me, so three stood uh, well, out Well, yeah, you're, you guys are not wrong. It's, it's, it's a standard. But, yeah, this is a very good week um, continuing role for them because last time uh, their first major single kind of broke out and it was a fiction EP. So this is continuing a role for them. Hopefully they'll get a lot more momentum. So I'm happy for them. And this, um, for for fanfare, they sold a lovely 19,428 copies. Going on up to number three, it is Burning Festival by Team Sashihoko Cross Radio Fish. So if you guys don't know, Radio Fish is a, I guess you can call them a, dance dance group i know what you would technically call them but they're yeah they're both off of um off a comedian pair and um yeah i've actually met radio fish the main singer the guy with the glasses he was um he was, <laughs> he was, uh, he was it when I was in Japan. He was standing there for the, for the, <laughs> for the, uh, in line for while well, I was getting the Kayakizaka goods, and I was able to take a photo with him. He's a oh, pretty nice a... guy. He's a really, really tall guy too. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I would so. say this is the most yeah. explosive, uh, video that we've watched so far. <laughs> Yeah, and Team Sachihoko, we've we've talked about Team Sachihoko before. I've actually went to one of their lives. Uh, they are Momoito Clover's Nogoya sister group. And Purple for Life, baby. Purple, purple, purple. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was really good. I, I, I felt like Burning Festival brought up the talents of Team Sachihoko and Radio Fish a lot more, too. I think so too. I really like the song. It definitely stood out for me. I I loved it. I actually like to see them do more together. Yeah, they said that if the single did very well, they'll probably be doing a lot more um, collaborations, which which is good because you know mm-hmm. it debuted at number three. Team Sachihoko. It, it did pretty yeah. good. All things Team considered. Sachihoko needs. 
needs all the help they needed. Because, yeah. But yeah, I mean, number three isn't too bad. If they can continue on for one more week, I think I think it'll probably significantly uh, improve their chances of doing another collaboration there. But yeah, it sold a wonderful 23,135 copies. And going on up to number two, it is Jiko Chu Dei Iko, once again, by Nogizaka46. They've been kind of batting eyes with each other. Keiakizaka and Nogizaka, they've been switching places. Mm -hmm. This time, um, Nogizaka took the higher position. But yeah, uh, if you want to hear our first initial initial thoughts of it, listen to the podcast about two to three weeks ago where we all talked about Nogizaka. But yeah, yeah, this week it sold a wonderful 27,607 copies. And going on up to number one, it is Joy Shitai Kimochi. Oh, that's a bunch of words that I never want to say in a row ever again. Uh, by <laughs> ABC2Z. And go right ahead. <laughs> you sound like you were going to say something there. <laughs> No, it just sounded really funny when you just said Joyce Dai Kimochi. Yeah, never so. never want to say those those words ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. I mean I, I liked it. It was okay. Are it they Johnny's? It was fun. Um No, they're not Johnny's. Oh I got they're the Johnny's. Uh yeah, I see it now. I did so get if that they were Johnny's, we wouldn't be seeing their 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 CD cover on the that's true. on the website there. That's mm-hmm. true. Well, but I couldn't find a music video. All I could find was like a live performance of it. So I thought you couldn't find it because it it's under Pony Canyon and Pony Canyon are very picky and they're right. They're just like Sony. They're a bunch of um, hard butts. Yep. So a lot of Pony Canyon stuff is really difficult to find and it's also very very expensive. So. Just seeing who they're under record label wise, I figured that was why. But it was a very, you know, fun, upbeat song. Um, you know, very boy dancey. Uh, kind of reminded me of K-pop a little bit, just because it was very, you know, upbeat. You know, something like a shiny in a way. Yeah, but, I, I mean, mean okay. they 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 gave out a really good beat. Uh, from I was watching the making ofs and the songs was really good. So I, I'm hoping that uh, Pony Canyon does this right and uh, releases the music video. <laughs> I'm hoping so that too. Would be nice. I'm hoping they kind of like showcase it more so more international fans can buy it. It, it was good. It was fun. It was definitely fun. The live performance was great. Yeah, yeah, the live performance was great, and I'm, I'm hoping that um, they, they release a lot more from it. I was, was quite bummed that the only way that we could see it is just through a live performance. Same. Same, same. But yeah, it sold a wonderful forty-four thousand and seventy copies. And let's peer over to the album side real fast because if it does, if 
a single does not break a hundred thousand, that means something's wrong. Just uh, saying yeah, that. I, I kind of see what's all out that's killing it in the albums. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, there we go. Number one is Triple uh, A. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a while since Triple A released an album, so I can understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, BTS. That you know, uh, BTS. Uh, yeah, BTS. There, another understand thing there. Oh, Korea just took over the album side. They did. Because you see Pentagon and CM Blue. I haven't heard from CM Blue in a long ass time, so. That's a little bit of a blast. A little bit of a blast there. Yeah, I'm glad they came back, came with that best album. Yeah. But yeah. That's pretty much it here. Is there any other news that we wanted to talk about? Did we want to pick a day for, ooh, finally came back and it's going back up, probably due to her uh, Blu-ray sales. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to mention Domin- that. D- dominating there. Oh, yeah. Uh, my eye on that. So did we want to talk about our artist, our next artist? And we brought up it's going to be Aisha, especially with the release of her newest mini album. Since I finally got my copy, did we want to gear for the end of September? Yeah, that seems like a good possibility there. So everyone look forward to that. I'm very excited for this. She doesn't have a big discography, which is really good. And it's a new artist, you know, you can grow with. If you end up hearing us talk about her, you really like her. It's someone we can also grow with. As I can see her releasing more in the future, you know, with everyone's support. So especially she just has her major record label. But I'm excited about doing a uh, spotlight on her so people can see her variety of music and style and check out a new artist who's definitely up and coming. Yeah, and apparently our our contact with Bridio is also a good friend of Aisha. (laughs) Yes. I saw that. I actually have an Aisha story that I'm going to discuss on the spotlight. But it was something that I didn't realize until I got back to the U.S. But I kind of want to save this, this story for the podcast because it's kind of an interesting story. It has to do with Aisha and Jasmine and a concert I went to. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But I'm, I'm, you guys might get where I'm going, but it'll be an interesting story to tell for the podcast. Um, I have no idea. So... I'll tell it then because I think it'll be fun to tell everyone. But it, it I, I'm excited about this. I think it'll be a fun podcast and you know share some new music. And I, I love her new EP. It's really really good. So and I follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Um, she seems like a really really fun person. So. But stay tuned for that, and we have more things coming up in the future. Yes, we did. Yeah, that is that is true. And if if you guys want to check out our gaming side, we have a couple things that um, we usually can do. We have a Twitch stream channel at twitch.tv slash ongaku to you. You can check out me just playing Yakuza Kiwami for like the last week and a half or so. And 
sooner or later, uh, within the next week, I'll probably move on to Kiwami and Kiwami 2 and um, jump on that Speederman, the new Speederman game that just came out. So I can't wait to play that. And, um, yeah, if you want to hear me talk about games more, you can listen to Potosaurus. It's just a gaming podcast hosted by two of our affiliates, Koryu Hunter and TimberTath. And if you guys don't know, Koryu Hunter is a Japanese Twitch streamer and our live human mailbox. He is a... Um, he mostly does a lot of horror games now, so if you guys want to check know. that out, go right ahead. So he's located at twitch.tv slash Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can also catch TimberTaff. He is... He is a very interesting fellow that I've met through the podcast. He He's mostly known for his Undertale and um, Zelda videos, but now he does a lot of musical acts too, so he does a lot of covers. If you guys want to listen to him, you can go to twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. Give him a listen and say, Ken from Ongaku, do you said hello? Currently, he's in the middle of Breath of the Wild and um, Project um, Octopath Traveler. So take a look at that if you guys have the chance. And also, um, yeah, you can follow us at on Instagram and Twitter at Ongaku, all one word. You can follow us on Facebook, just look up Ongaka to you and join the group over there. We have a lovely little group here that we spout all our news to. If you want to check out our website, it's ongakatoyou.com. Say hello. Check out all the Indie Corner stuff that you want to do. And if you want to send us an email, go check us out at ongakatoyou at gmail.com. Tell us what we're doing. Like and rate us on iTunes and the Google Podcast app. But yeah, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at OTYKen1, and that's usually just me spouting off Bang Dream stuff and or my Twitch stream, uh, stream schedule, so you can look at that if you want to follow that. But yeah, is there any other news that we want to fit in there? Um, I think we're good. I can't think of anything at the moment. What about you, Gray? Uh, no, uh, I think we're all good. Okay, but yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Ongoku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Thank you, everyone, for listening to tonight's episode. This is Luna signing off. Have a great week. And this is Gray. Hope you guys have an excellent week and look forward to next. Later.